Female CFO Network, the podcast. Hello and a warm welcome. Thank you for listening to the third episode in a series of the Female CFO Network, the podcast. There are three of us today in this podcast episode. Dr. Martina Niemann, CFO of Deutsche Bahn Cargo AG, ann katrin Meyer and me. I am very excited to host this podcast today. And doing so, I would like to start by introducing ourselves briefly. My name is Denise Erkul. I work for Evonik in a senior group accounting position. Evonik is one of the world's leading specialty chemical companies. We are in the business of improving things. To give you a few examples, we make airplanes lighter and medicine more effective. Our corporate purpose is leading beyond chemistry, And we in the finance resort live this purpose in terms of living beyond finance. I am honored to speak with Dr. Martina Niemann. Hi, Denise. It's a pleasure to be with you today. I'm very much looking forward to this podcast and to your interesting questions. Hi, Martina. I feel the same and I'm sure it will be a very inspiring and valuable exchange. Dr. Martina Niemann is CFO at DB Cargo and responsible for finance and controlling. DB Cargo is the freight division of Deutsche Bahn AG and together with her colleagues in the management board, she is responsible for around 30,000 employees in 18 European countries. And I would also like to welcome ann katrin Meyer. Hello everyone, nice to be here. It's a pleasure for me. Ann-Kathrin Meyer is a young talent working in finance at DB Cargo. She started her training and development there and has gained experience in several positions in finance and controlling until now. She represents the next generation in the job market. The three of us have come together to talk about women's careers in finance. We would like to spotlight their possibilities from different perspectives. We'd like to address both experienced women who have a certain amount of professional development behind them and female talents who are at the beginning of their careers. We aim to encourage, inspire and think about what is needed to enable a diverse workforce in finance. So then, ladies, let's get started. Dear Martina, you are the Chief Financial Officer of Deutsche Bahn Cargo since 1st of July 2020. Would you be so kind to give us some insight into your career path? How did you become the CFO of Deutsche Bahn Cargo? If I have to talk about my journey, I would say coming into that CFO role had several steps. I think it's four. The first step was my interest in economic contexts. This has always fascinated me. That's why I studied and did my PhD in economics. And that's why I started to work in controlling. The second step was my fun in uh, dealing with transformation. You know, I started working in the early 1990s, right after the German reunification, which had big chances in those years, I was lucky enough to be extremely involved in all kinds of transformation processes, not only in my first roles as a controller in a venture capital company, but also when I joined Deutsche Bahn 
to transform it from a public agency to a joint stock company. The third step then was that my enthusiasm for transformation processes took me into human resource management. In fact, I worked in that area for more than 15 years, first in DB and then in various roles in the airline industry. And in all those roles, I expanded my network because I always enjoyed working and interacting with all kinds of people. And then this network was the fourth step that brought me back to finance. Some people were looking for a candidate with the right profile for a CFO role with a strong transformational challenge who has the task to lead the company into a financial turnaround while at the same time strengthening employee engagement confidence and trust. And I think my skill set seemed to be the right one. That's why I came back into finance as CFO of DB Cargo. This is very impressive and indeed very interesting. Talking about the skill set you've already mentioned, which important skills or factors have you been able to influence by yourself in the course of your career? Denise, I think that was kind of Four major things. First of all, curiosity. I think oneself is always responsible to be curious and like the world and want to know what's going on. <laughs> so this was an important one. The next one is open-mindedness. That was also a factor which I could work on by myself. Communication skill is the third. And also to be mentioned, working conscientiously. I think that was also very important to get through these different roles and come to the level I came to. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe you already came to a point where you needed support from the outside. At what point was it important for you to get that outside support from mentors or enablers or specific conditions? You know, that was always important in the times of doubt. You might know this by yourself. The career path is not a linear one, right? Yeah, right. You're working through your life. You get children. You get whatever is happening there. Move from one country to another. And you're not always sure what should be the right next steps. Mm -hmm. In fact, there are a lot of moments where you think, well, what could be the best of all options? I call these moments the times of doubt. And there it's, for me at least, it was very important to talk to mentors and enablers or specific people who were gathering around me and helping me with sorting my thoughts, getting to a clear view on the different options, and then take the way which would be the most exciting for me or something which fit. And therefore, I think I had a lot of enablers, mentors or coaches around me, various people doing that. And I um, lived on it and got a lot of help out of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm very happy that we could widen our network now with this uh, CFO network initiative, right? Exactly. And now we talked about the things that went good, but not everything runs always perfect. How did you cope with failure or challenges during your professional development? The big thing is, for me, get help from your network. But for this, the other big thing is you need to care for the network and maintain the network when you do not need it. I had bad challenges. For example, the insolvency of Air Berlin when I was CHRO there. I needed a lot of help and I got it. 
I was totally overwhelmed who all helped me there. People from all corners of the network who have really helped me personally in some cases. That was quite unexpected for myself. But I learned to value the depth and the chances and help which lie in networks. You mentioned something very interesting. I think it's very important that we learn and that we accept to take help from others because we need help from others. And I think a big ability is when we can turn failures into a learning. So Exactly. Would you allow me to ask a different question, maybe when we talk about the right balance between job and private life? You mentioned that you have kids. Somewhere I read about you that you love to dance. Yeah, that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I was very happy reading this because it's also my passion. Is it a kind of balance from your job for you or do you draw other benefits from dancing? great that you like it too. <laughs> it's simply joy. It's a very nice way to interact with people. <laughs> And, you know, we are all such a number crunching community normally. Yeah. So doing something <laughs> very different <laughs> is sometimes the right thing to add. So it's simply joy. Yeah. And I think above all, it's fun and it keeps us healthy. And maybe we talked about it before. I think dancing with a partner If you know the partner or if it is an unknown partner, you need to have the ability of team playing, right? Exactly. Because only right then it can work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So everybody in the finance community just start to dance and the teamwork will come up by itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. And it's a combination of leading and being led and reacting on impulses. And I think for me... I learned if you do a failure in dancing mm -hmm. or in life, don't stop. Continue and make it better. That's the right way to go. <laughs> Indeed. So, really impressive insights into your career path and in your personality. Thank you, Martina. To be honest, you are indeed the kind of woman I've always seen as a role model in my career. And this is what counts, finding role models and learn from them. I try to give a brief overview of my professional development. It took place within the Ivonic world and its former entities and started with a classic commercial apprenticeship, followed by my studies of business administration. Afterwards, I came back to Ivonic, worked in several bookkeeping jobs and developed over the years into various positions in accounting and financial controlling with increasing leadership responsibility. And additionally, not long ago, I had the chance to go abroad for a certain period of time and gain experience there. And that was really, really great. Currently, I'm responsible for the group consolidation and support business department within our function group accounting. 
And I would like to point out here that I'm very proud of my team. I feel it's quite interesting how different careers in finance can be and how much opportunities can be offered. Martina, based on your experience, what do you see as our main task as managers to support and move forward the careers of women? What are you personally and consciously doing in your current role? Thank you for this question, because I think the most important thing we as executives have to provide is a talent-oriented way of leadership. I think we do have to look at all of our processes and organizational steps in our companies, how they join the talent journey for our younger, middle-aged or older staff on all levels of responsibility, I would say. And there, for me, it's important to bring women into those areas of the organization where they can take decisions. Because it's, uh, as with dancing, it's, <laughs> it's a partner thing. Yeah. And it's a getting to equal area we have to support. And therefore, for myself, I can say that I'm very consciously interacting and expanding my network with women of all ages and all job groups. And I try to connect them to each other and bring them into those positions where they can be part of the decision-making bodies in their companies. It's not only my universe of the DB group. No, it's a broader way, I think, where fostering the decision-making of women is one of the main tasks. And now, in that respect, I would like to hand over to Ann-Kathrin. You're a young talent. What are you expecting from your employer? What framework needs to be implemented if you think about that? What framework you need for a young woman to ensure an environment that enables you to have a career? I've talked to my female colleagues. Each of them told me that we would like to get opportunities. Many young women feel torn between the desire to make a career and to have children. And I think it's old-fashioned that you have to make a decision. Today, job sharing should be considered more often. I'm very lucky to have a boss like Martina who recognized my potential and who supported me. It should not be a coincidence to discover a young talent. Every company needs a standard process for the development of young women. And I also think that the digital transformation is very important. As DB Cargo, we work on a digital transformation, and that is so essential for achieving the climate targets. The financial department has to become more digital, and another aspect is the hybrid working. Hybrid work is necessary for young women so that we have no longer to choose between career and family. I think a view which is shared by a lot of young women, and I think it's important to know this. And therefore, Denise, what do you think? Is that the expectations of women you have already met? Yes, I would say it's nearly the same. I think it's very important that you see the talents, if they are female or male, that you are in contact with your team members and your colleagues Provide them with positive support. I think this is very essential to learn 
where their talents lie and how they should be promoted individually. Sometimes someone needs a push to dare to take the next step. I needed this push too at the beginning. Um, yeah, a little help to step out of my comfort zone. And I think uh, this would be very, very helpful. Yeah, I agree. At Ivonic, we provide several talent programs as well, as you do at DB Cargo. Mm -hmm. They comprise, for example, executive talent and explorer programs in order to cover the different management levels and with focus on equal gender balance. That's important. Yeah. yeah. And we can say in the finance resort at Ivonic, we move towards a good balance. The proportion of women and men is 52% female to 48% male. And they're off on manager level 43% and on executive level 32% female. Additionally, in order to integrate diversity as part of our culture, With top management involvement, Ivonic installed a diversity council. This committee is composed of members of the executive board, the divisions, regions and functions, and shows their responsibility of measure implementation in their respective area. Ute Wolf, our CFO, is sponsor of this council. So I guess finally we can state that our companies are aware of that to promote diversity is a leadership task. Yes, I would agree to that. So DB Group as a whole is very strongly embarking on that process. Mm -hmm. We do have the target of getting to equal footpath in the target agreements with all leadership team members. So for example, in the finance world of DB Cargo, we are now with 26% women in management positions, which is a little less than in your area. So that gets up to a benchmark. Mm -hmm. Our step is to reach 30% by next year and 35% the year after. And this is, of course, a challenge, as we all know, because we want to promote talents, male and female talents, of course, and have mm -hmm. to find a good way to get to that target numbers. But we are, I think, in the way we are leading we are working our way to such a uh, target in a very good way. And I also think that it is important that achieving equal proportion between the genders in decision-making bodies has to belong to the central tasks of each leadership team member. And having that established, I think, is a very good opportunities in your company and also in ours. And as you mentioned, talent management shouldn't be only focused on the gender perspective, but probably in the field of develop women into leadership positions in general, there is the greatest need to catch up probably. Yes, and get the young ones. <laughs> yeah, That's why we have uh, <laughs> Ann-Kathrin as an example for young leadership members because mm -hmm. times have changed, I think. When I started, it was a little bit different. There were still the years when the job market was not that very easy from the employee's perspective. 
Luckily, these things have changed meanwhile. My own son and daughter are in their early 20s, and I'm very happy to see that they are not afraid to enter the job market because they have a different position. It's easier for them to choose. And here we have to take a very different role as an employer. We have not only to make the jobs attractive for young men and women, mm -hmm. to see the balance between family life and uh, professional life, for example, as Ann-Kathrin mentioned. But also, we have to make our jobs more lively, that people have fun to join the finance business. Perhaps to add on that, I think in finance, we have to move far away from our traditional image as number crunches and bean counters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and that's at least what I sometimes hear. What matters also for us is the success of our business. And we really have to live that, to live that spirit to attract talents of all agents to our profession. And mm -hmm. I'm very happy to see your CFO, you mentioned her briefly, mm -hmm. to act in mm -hmm. such a way. She's a role model for a lot of people, I think. Yeah, she Ute is. Wolf. Like you. Thank you. Okay, so now we are, I think, at the point that we should summarize our conclusion. Maybe, if you allow, I would start. Great. I hope that the three of us could show that a career in finance is exciting and rewarding. It offers a bunch of opportunities and a wide job spectrum. Finance people literally are sitting at every table when it comes to making decisions. So true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so true. We are needed. <laughs> in my mind, especially for us women, it is so important that we learn to have faith in our skills and the awareness that we can and we do create value for the companies. Get out of your comfort zone, take challenges, find supporters, and you will see what a career booster that will be. Fortunately, there are more and more examples out there, like Martina. And we need these role models to show that it even can be possible to combine leadership positions in finance with having a family and kids. The companies need you, the female talents, to benefit from a diverse workforce. So talking about young female talents, Ann-Kathrin, what is your conclusion? My opinion is that the financial department needs to be more digital and flexible to offer young women and men careers. Exactly. That's right. And we are striving to get there. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ask me to my personal conclusion, I think women have so many skills to offer. So I always encourage all of them to be brave and show the world that we can do it. And also to leave those companies where they are not valued. So leave those areas, go somewhere else, come to our companies where we like you and we <laughs> <laughs> try to do and get the culture we need that men and women together shape the industry and drive things forward. So this is a, a big pitch for women to come to our companies where we really like their skills. Thank you, Martina. Thank you, Ann-Kathrin. I loved to make this podcast together with you. This brings us to the end of the third podcast episode. We wish you all a good time. We hope you enjoyed our discussion. 
and that we could provide you with valuable takeaways. If you have any questions, please get in touch with us. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Female CFO Network, the podcast. <laughs>